There was a street road to be into and gold holes went down. We had nothing to do with that though. <laughs> but there's all kinds of things we get excited about. We can't wait to tell people. Birthdays, celebrations, anniversaries. Man, sometimes we get so excited that we'll stop the father-daughter dance to play Rocky Top. Sometimes things really, really exciting happen. We won't tell people. This morning, what I want to tell you about is how excited we should be to tell about the good news. And the good news I speak of has nothing to do with the ball game last night. The good news I speak of is that we serve a risen Savior. Who suffered and died for us. And we should be excited to deliver that news. We should be more excited to deliver that news than we were last night. I want to start by reading scripture. I'm going to read one verse. I'm going to read from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5. <clears throat> As for you, always be sober, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, carry out your ministry fully. And this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word, Lord. I just thank you for your word, Lord. Again, I thank you for this church. Lord, I thank you for sending your son for me, for us. Lord, as we study this scripture, as we study this word, Lord, I just pray that your words flow through me. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, good news. Uh, the first thing I noticed when I really looked at that scripture was Paul's writing this letter to Timothy. Paul's uh, up in age. He's towards the end of his ministry. And he's writing to Timothy. And he's giving him some instruction. And, and the first thing he says is be sober. That means, hey, don't let anything have control of your mind. Don't let any distractions get in the way of you and your mission. It means to be ready. It means to be ready. And then the next part of that verse says that things are not always going to be easy. That we have to endure suffering sometimes. And then it says we have to work. There's work to be done. And then the final thing is to, to finish. It says to carry out your ministry fully. To finish. Those are the things I want you to think about. Be ready. Things are not always going to be easy. We need to work and we need to finish. Alright? That's what that scripture is telling me. But in this verse we find that Paul is giving this command to Timothy. He's talking to Timothy and he's encouraging Timothy to continue his service for the Lord as an evangelist. The word evangelist conveys different things to different meanings or, or different meanings to different folks. But this morning I want to look at what really the word evangelist truly means. The function of an evangelist, you see, is a gift of Christ. A gift from Christ. 
An evangelist is one who spreads the good news. He spreads the good news. He or she spreads the good news. The Greek word, man, I practice this word, but I'm not going to try it. But it means bringer of good tidings or bringer of good news. The gospel. Again, be ready. Things won't always be easy. We need to work and we need to finish. You see, again, the word itself means to announce good news. In the New Testament, it applies to a preacher of the gospel or one who declares the good news of salvation. You see, we know Philip's an evangelist because it says in Acts 21.8, the next day we left and came to Caesarea. We went into the house of Philip the evangelist, one of the seven, and stayed with him. He preached Christ to the Samaritans. Acts 8, 4, 5 says, Now those who were scattered went from place to place, proclaiming the word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah to them. He preached Jesus to the Ethiopian eunuch. It's commonly equated, sometimes uh, the, the term evangelist is equated with missionary. And because sometimes we think of evangelists, we think of somebody that travels around, maybe doing revivals and other things that uh, to spread the good news. So we think of someone who may be itinerant or someone who travels all the time, but it could be a pastor. It could be anybody who spread the word of Jesus Christ. That's who an evangelist is. Matter of fact, Philip stayed in Caesarea for about 20 years. Timothy remains at some time in Ephesus. First Timothy 1.3 says, I urge you, as I did when I was on my way to Macedonia, to remain in Ephesus so that you may instruct certain people not to teach different teachings. So the evangelist may or may not be an itinerant person. Could be somebody that stays in the same spot for a while. Other terms that we think of when we think of evangelist is preacher. Who thinks of preacher when they think of evangelist? I do. That's usually the first thing that comes to my mind. Romans 10, 14, 15 says, But how are they to call one in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in one whom they have not, never heard? And how are they to hear without someone to proclaim him? And how are they to proclaim him unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Evangelists can be a preacher. Some great examples of evangelists in the world. I want you to catch in each one of these passages I'm going to read to you. is proclaim. If I had to do it all over again, if I had to tighten this sermon again after I finally uh, finished it, uh, uh, I, I gave the, the scripture and the title to Jolene first of the week. I finished it later in the week, but I wish I'd had the word proclaim in the title. Because that's probably the word I really want you to remember. Of all the things I'm going to say is proclaim. You see, we're supposed to proclaim publicly to everyone. We use the scripture 
to describe the word that we're carrying. Some examples of evangelists in the Bible is John the Baptist. Matthew 3.1 says, In those days John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. And Jesus, in Matthew 4.23, Jesus went throughout all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. The apostles, in Matthew 10, 7, it says, As you go, proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven is come near. Philip the evangelist, again in Acts 8, 5, Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah to him. The Apostle Paul, Acts 28, 31, he lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus with all boldness and without hindrance. Do you understand the job of an evangelist? It's to proclaim. It's to proclaim good news. It's to proclaim the salvation of Jesus Christ. Other evangelists, Billy Graham, we just talked about John the Baptist. How about John the Methodist? <laughs> How about Charlie Bogan? How about you? You see, whether you're a preacher or not, you're called to be an evangelist. Amen. We're called to take the word of God and the salvation of Jesus Christ, the good news, to everybody we meet. We shouldn't have to wait on a good opportunity to tell somebody about Jesus. That good opportunity should be any time. Again, I called up my heavy people. Some of them I haven't talked to in years when, when, when we found out we were going to have Abby. I should be just as excited to tell people about my Lord and Savior. About the one who saved me from my sins. I should be just as excited to proclaim His word. The good news. The good news. Sometimes when we think about an evangelist, we think about a minister. And again, often ministers are called to preach or teach. The preacher is not the only minister of the church. Let me repeat that. The preacher is not the only minister of the church. See, we need each other. One person can't carry this good news that needs to be carried to so many people. We all need to do it. We're all called to do it. Again, everybody's not called to be a pastor and be uh, uh, doing the works of a pastor. Everybody's not called to be a reverend. But we're all called to deliver the good news of Jesus Christ. Sometimes I think we let the formal titles get in the way of our job. My job, your job, is the same. It's to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. See, because the work of the evangelist is to be ready. It's not always going to be easy. I can promise you that. We're supposed to work and we're supposed to finish. We're supposed to 
preach the word of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ, as Philip did, as Timothy did. We're supposed to instruct our brothers and sisters in Christ of their responsibilities. We're supposed to tell people how much they're supposed to pray. Sometimes being a Christian can be tough. I can tell you being a pastor can be tough sometimes, but being a Christian can be tough. Sometimes things don't go real smooth. Again, but we still got to be ready. It tells us right there it's not going to be easy. But we still have to work. We still have to finish. Again, we've got to accept, we've got to set the example for Christians and non-Christians alike. And we've got to do it in word. We've got to do it in conduct. We've got to do it in love. We've got to do it in faith. And we have to do it in purity. 1 Timothy 4.12 says, Let no one despise your youth, but set the believers an example in speech and conduct in love and faith and purity. I just call y'all youth. Is that not wonderful? Everybody here. We're all young in our ministry. We're not finished. We're still working. We're still working. You see, the Lord's blessed his church with evangelists. Evangelists with the purpose of going and telling people about the salvation, the love, the forgiveness, the grace, and the mercy of Jesus Christ. That's what we're called to do. Is it always going to be easy? But it doesn't stop. When things get tough, it doesn't stop what we're supposed to be doing. Again, we're supposed to be ready. It's not always going to be easy. We're supposed to work, and we're supposed to finish. I'm not finished yet. I'm still proclaiming. Not as often as I should. But I recognize my job. My job is to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, all Christians are evangelists. They're all called to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. You see, we're blessed in a way that God is in control. Again, things are not always going to be easy, but we know that Jesus Christ has already won the war. That's the good news that we need to be telling each other. That's the good news we need to be spreading. We don't need to fight amongst each other. We're on the same team. We need to be spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and proclaiming his word. We'll end with a few statements and a question. But you're not going to believe what it is, but be ready. It's not always going to be easy. But we're called to work. And we're called to finish. Are you proclaiming? Let me pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, for your wonderful church, Lord. Just thank you for uh, everyone here, Lord. Thank you for uh, sending people to spread your gospel, Lord. Lord, put in us the desire to spread your gospel just as easy as we spread the good news of a, a football game or a basketball game. Lord, put it in our heart that 
Spreading your gospel is more important than any other news that we can have. Lord, you called us to, uh, to work together and to finish. <coughs> and Lord, we know that uh, whatever we do, that you're with us. Lord, thank you for your son. Thank you for your son, Lord, that you sent, who came from heaven to suffer and die for me. In Jesus' name, amen.